0: You're listening to Mornings with Eric and Bridget right here on Moody Radio 89.3.
1: Well, the first time in their 10 years of ministry, Women in the Window International is hosting a one-day women's retreat for us here in South Florida on February 10th. It's called the Jubilant Joy Prayer Retreat. And tell us more about this special event, their 10-year anniversary, and more is the founding director of
0: Women in the Window International, Kim Kerr. Kim, good morning. Good
2: morning to you, Bridget and Eric. And thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. You've done quite a bit in 10 years. You've experienced mm-hmm. a lot. You've mm-hmm. uh, encouraged a lot of people with your ministry. Mm-hmm. This is a different type of thing you're doing, right. though. This is not an event. This is really a retreat. Tell us about what this is going to look like.
2: Thank you, Eric. Yeah. So th- so it'll be just a delightful day um, of experiencing Christ through his word. We'll have a time of teaching. We'll have time of worship with some wonderful praise and worship leaders. From our community, you know, we're headquartered right here in West Palm Beach, in the, the, the Palm Beaches. And uh, so we have the, the privilege and the opportunity to have some wonderful um, artists from the, our local university, Palm Beach Atlantic University, who will be displaying uh, Christ through art, as well as the Palm Beach Atlantic University Dance Ensemble, who will be displaying Christ through dance. Mm-hmm. So the goal is for women's souls to be expanded to learn more of how much we are loved by Christ. You know, that's the message that we have for the women across the world and all of the nations of the 1040 window and beyond, and that and beyond includes us. And we Mm -hmm. need that, don't we?
1: We do, and that's why this day at the Royal Poinciana Chapel in Palm Beach is going to be special. It includes a lunch as well. Uh, There is a cost, and you do need to register. We've got details at our website, ericandbridget.org. Again, it's happening Friday, February 10th. But like you said, typically your outreach is Mm -hmm. to women in the 1040 window. First of all, tell us where that is and what that outreach looks like. Excellent.
2: So it's 10 to 40 degrees north latitude from the west coast of Africa to the east coast of Asia. Um, It's about 80 percent of those people we would call poorest of the poor living on less than $2 a day. It's about 90 percent of those who we consider least reached. Some people groups yet to actually have a clear understanding of the gospel through his word and their language. So that's our target region. And the way that we work is we empower the women leaders in that region, uh, women who are from those nations, right? So women from Iran, women from Iraq, uh, women from West Africa, and women from South Asia, because they understand not only the language, but the culture and the heartbeat of these, and the oppression. Women Mm -hmm. are facing oppression and injustices uh, that we cannot, I don't think, can completely comprehend.
0: What have you, uh, I mean, we're talking 10 years here and you're mm-hmm. talking about um, stepping into not easy. I, I don't know how else to explain it beyond <laughs> that, not easy. So, what have you, what has surprised you, I guess, within these 10 years when working with these women?
2: Yeah. I love that question. And, you know, our theme for this year is jubilant joy. And um, I think it is their joy, Eric, Mm. the fact that in the midst of persecution, abject poverty, they have so much joy and they have generous souls. And that's something else we'll be looking at at this retreat is how we can be have uh, souls that are generous and hospitable and giving rather than taking. I think that's what drew me in in the first place when I first visited in the year 2000. Uh, that region., um, but it's what continues to bring me back. They have such hospitable, joyful souls, mm-hmm. in spite of this persecution and and oppression and and poverty because they they really get the difference between darkness and light, between, you know, being in a culture that oppresses women just because of, for example, Islam or uh, uh, portions of, of Hinduism, um, um, all of these different Eastern mystic, it's only Jesus that mm-hmm. breaks through the re- all religion, for that mm-hmm. matter. We could go on and on about that, but mm-hmm. that would be a, an
1: entire morning, <laughs> a whole other day. But if you had to say, because mm-hmm. it is your 10th year mm-hmm. of ministry, this part of why you're doing this special event, yeah. um, w- what's been a highlight yeah. in those 10 years?
2: Again, thank you for that question. And there's so many. Um, I think, you know, I personally love going and love being with the women. And I did have an opportunity last year to watch women, women in Iraq, the Yazidi young women who some of them and their um, family members had been, all of them have been oppressed by ISIS, personally oppressed by this oppressive witch regime. You know, just terroristic regime. But to see them look in the Word of God and see in the life of a woman in, in the Bible, namely Esther, how their lives mirror hers and how they can find hope and, and obedience and following God and representing Him with courage— I also would say, if I can, can I have one more? Yes, okay, you can. You can.
1: We're we're feeling generous today. <laughs> thank
2: you, thank you. Is the idea that it's not a it's not really about me. This is not a Kim Kerr ministry. This is a Bridget Sylvester. This is you know we have servant leaders. We have many many volunteers. And again, taking us back to the retreat. Uh, That there are many women that when they go and when they see, when they give of their gifts, um, we have a professor at the Palm Beach Atlantic University and the health school of nursing, you know, watching her come alive. Mm. So watching other women come alive as they give to our sisters Mm. uh, through their own generous soul.
0: Yeah. You know, in a battle— (laughs) <laughs> there's, there's the the season where you cannot give up, and you have to just mm. keep pressing on. And then there's a portion where you do retreat, mm-hmm. and you have to recover a little, and and see what you have for the next portion of that battle. Um, and that's really you know if you're looking at that word retreat, it's a time to almost take a deep breath, yes. reevaluate, get some rest, and then move forward. Absolutely. So for this for this event. How is that happening? How are you going to take a deep breath and then prepare yourself for that next 10 years of ministry?
2: I mean, it's only, what, five hours? I wish it was five days. (laughs) But in those five hours, we will. We will have time for personal reflection. So you mentioned Royal Poinciana Chapel. It's a Mm -hmm. lovely campus. Uh, the uh, the external the the backyard, the fountain, so we will have times to receive some teaching and then go out and spend a little time by ourselves mm-hmm. uh, in that in that setting uh, as well as perhaps inside the sanctuary if you prefer their sanctuary is gorgeous as well it 's like a New England setting, so we'll have that we'll have as i mentioned some some surprises, some reveals mm-hmm. from the dance department of displaying Christ through dance, and then the artists. Uh, music. We'll we'll have, and then we'll have times in the afternoon, <clears throat> after lunch. <clears throat> excuse me, to to look at what. How could I express my creativity? And nobody's going to be put on the spot, or it's not not going to be awkward in any way. But to maybe learn a little bit about, you know, how do I worship God through uh, as a co-creator. Right. We're created in his image. Mm -hmm. He wants us to be creative. It may or may not be any of the visual arts or, you know, movement and dance or singing or or, um, um, music, but it may be something else. Maybe it's writing. Maybe it's, you know, journaling uh, and then passing that on to the next generation. Mm -hmm. I'm all about that. Mm -hmm. So there will be it'll be a nice morning of, um, like I said, uh, celebrating, teaching. And then personal reflection and prayer by ourselves individually, coming back, enjoying a good meal. And then I'm having these little workshop opportunities to see, you know, hmm, I just want to learn more about how is how is Christ worshiped through art? Through music and even through dance and movement,
1: so it sounds like a lovely day. It's happening February tenth. So why call it jubilant joy? What is <laughs> why is that your theme? Uh, Eric made a reference. It's kind of like
0: it's the same word, right? Almost, right. right, jubilance <laughs> and joy, right?
1: But but maybe you're emphasizing
2: it. Why call it yeah, jubilant well, joy? well, we we you know I think. We're living in some some interesting times, right, mm-hmm. guys? Yeah. You've yeah. talked about when you mentioned being in the battle, Eric, I think mm-hmm. that's not only necessarily in the ten forty window. Right. No. We're in the battlefield right here in South Florida, right mm-hmm. here in the United States. Uh there's just been some really challenging few years. The pandemic globally. Mm-hmm. So so we want you to celebrate your joy, mm-hmm. right? So so to have like a picture in my mind like Cartwheels and backflips of joy. <laughs>
0: Not for me. <laughs> I get you. <ya>. Yeah. <laughs> if just in my mind. But that's the, right, right. That's the
2: idea, right? <laughs> that, that God is a joyful God and, and, you know, that He can take our fears, our longings, our desperation, the, the losses that we've all had and turn them into joy. And I want to say one thing that I'm very joyful about, mm-hmm. and that is that Bridget is going to be our MC
1: for the event. Oh, yeah. Well, I just told very you, exciting. I just want to show up. So thank you for that honor. But really, Absolutely. I'm just, I'm glad to be a part of the event because mm-hmm. like you said, it's been trying times, but also the mm-hmm. fact that we're at the beginning of this new year, this is an opportunity really to, to, to seek God in prayer, to have communion with other women too. That's right. But why is, you know, when you think about your work of helping women uh, in especially these, pl- these hard places. Why is prayer so key to what y'all do instead of just Mm -hmm. going out there and Mm -hmm. we're going to teach you this and we're going to help you this, but all of it is based in prayer. Why is that so key?
2: Well, prayer is the vehicle that God has given us. You know, it's like putting the gas in the engine, right? So it's the vehicle that God has given us to harness his power. And he not only wants to give us mercy, you know what I mean, in goodness, and he does all of that. Thank thankfully, mm-hmm. every morning his mercies are new, but he wants to display miracles, things that can only be explained by himself. Mm-hmm. And I think especially in the in the nations where we're working, they're dangerous, they're difficult, but but in our own lives as well. Mm-hmm. So prayer is is the vital link, right? It's the thread of life that connects us to our, our loving Heavenly Father, our sweet uh, Savior, and the, the powerful Holy Spirit. Mm. You know, He wants to do things, but He does wait to be asked as a gentleman. And so that's, to me, what prayer is about. It's also about experiencing Him. Mm. You know, prayer is not only the asking, the petitioning, or the repenting, and those things are vital— uh, every morning, but <clears throat> perhaps throughout the day, but also um, just experience his presence. That's a form of prayer. Mm-hmm. So yes, prayer is, is definitely a part of everything that we do. We're a prayer-driven ministry, um, and we want to invite people perhaps something that's a takeaway. This is not a fundraiser, um, but perhaps a takeaway would be they might want to say, hey, I want to pray for the women in West Africa, or I want to pray for these these women in Iraq, you know, so we want to make that possible for you. We want to give you the tools that you need to take this home with you. So, And then, you know, you will be linked to, to know more about what Women in the Window is doing and what God is doing. Mm. Mm.
0: One of the things I'm thinking about when I think of joy is taking a mundane thing and, and changing it or, or repurposing it to, to bring about something different. I think of soap, mm. right, because you can use soap to clean your dishes or clean your body. But putting it in the hands of a child, and they make it into a toy, and there's bubbles blowing in the air, <laughs> and, and a soap bubble can be uh, hours of entertainment almost for a child, and it's joy-filled. And uh, what you're doing is taking, not mundane things, but arts and music and, and things of stuff of earth, mm-hmm. but with prayer and through the help of God's word, you're turning it into something that is filled with joy. And that's yes. what's going to happen on this um, this very special day that you can be a part of.
2: Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We're so looking forward to that. And like I said, it is not only about, you know, myself or we have a small staff, we have these servant leaders, but every woman that comes and we're inviting women across South Florida, uh, please come and participate with us. We would love to have you different church. It's not a
1: denominational event. Um, It's just wide open. Hmm. Well, we've got the information for you. It's happening Friday, February 10th at the Royal Sienna Chapel. We've got the links and all the info at ericandbridget.org.